All right, good afternoon everyone and thank you very much for joining us for the next big trade session today. Um, Ivan will be online hopefully shortly and I'm just give us our usual uh, general advice warning and any advice contained in today's presentation is general only. It doesn't take into consideration your uh, personal circumstances. You need to decide uh, for yourself whether it's appropriate for you. Past returns not an accurate indicator of future returns. And trading options is a risky business, so you need to know what you're doing. All right, so let's have a look at where we are at the moment. So um, we've seen uh, this 56 level, uh, obviously we're, we're down these levels here, breakthrough, and um, we've seen the market quite strongly move up from there. And um, at the moment, it's looking very bullish. Um, uh, Fundamental views, longer-term views aside, um, once that level broke in a um, uh, really broke through uh, 56 for me, that was uh, enough of a move above that level to say that uh, we're on. Um, and uh, I've been sort of on a, of a sideways opinion for the previous month prior to that, um, and, and sort of other than that agnostic, um, you know, the, the the move is there now. Um, so. Yeah, that, that changes the game a little bit. Um, you know, from, from our side, we've been doing sort of credit spreads pre this. Um, I'm sort of refining my feet around around these levels at the moment. Volatility is, um, you know, we're, uh, we've, we've been edging back off. Um, but in, in, interesting times out there. I, I'm not sure what everyone else is seeing out there at the moment. Um, I've got a couple of just housekeeping issues, though, to go through. Uh, as far as trading on the platform goes today and over the last um, little period of time, or well, yesterday as well, we, we've got an issue with Iris. So when our orders, Iris message our, our orders into the market and there's a delay at their end and that delay is meaning that if you put a trade on, you might not see it go into your screen straight away, uh, into your orders list, which is very frustrating. As a result, um, if you get, uh, you, you know, you, you might then go and think about putting that trade on again, uh, which would then duplicate your order, uh, which you definitely don't want to do. So if you're trading at the moment, we sent an SMS out about this today. Um, just be really careful about this. The two problems that are occurring are, one, you put the order on, it doesn't go into your orders list, you put the order on again, and then you would have a duplicate trade. We're watching it. So we're watching the trades. Tim's spending a lot of his time just checking and watching trades go through to make sure those that if we see a duplication occurring that we can do something about it. But, guys, just I'm bringing it to your attention so that if you're putting a trade on, you can just watch that and, um, you know, and be aware of it. The other issue that is occurring is that on amending orders, it's creating duplication. So you have to close that, close that order off and amend it. It's, it's, a, it's really annoying um, and... It, you know, it, it's making it inefficient for changing pricing and so forth. I apologise for it. Um, we're working with Iris to resolve it. And um, I was hoping that it would be done by this morning. <coughs> but on checking this morning, it hadn't been fixed. And I hope to update you, um, uh, you know, during during today uh, that, that it has been solved. So um, anyway, if you've got any questions, please let me know. But that is what has been occurring there. Um, yeah. Other than that, we are, you know, we're, we're ticking along. Now, just one just one moment. Is it, 
Anyone got any interesting trades out there that they've been doing? While you're doing that, I might just say that I did finally get in. <laughs> just listening to you say that. Hello, Ivan. Um, hey, how are you? Yeah, very well. Any, any updates on that side, or is it we're, we're still a work in progress? Uh, I honestly am not sure. Let me check. That's okay. Yeah. All good. Ivan, you've not been the 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 bull um, recently. I understand <laughs> it's been over a, a longer period of time, but um, where do you sit at the moment? Uh, well, um, part of what I've got going on today is I'm selling down those shares, the last two shares that I've got um, from that I bought. Um, from that perspective, sitting in cash, thinking about a sneaky short in here. Yeah. Um, but uh, just sort of, yeah, I, I, it's sort of, it's a, yeah, it's it's a bit difficult getting short in the face of. Yeah. what's happening um, but uh, I'm just I'm patiently sitting and waiting for some signs of, uh, of weakness I mean uh, probably XJO um, you know I mean I, I'm, one thing that I'm watching is the banks uh, despite me selling my Westpac shares doesn't mean that, that I'm, I'm not worried about further uplift in there um, uh, but um, I, I don't know I think that um, uh, I, I think I'm going to stick with the XJO. I'm looking at the um, XFJ at the moment, the financial index, um, yep. and that's going to be the sort of the, the driver. I'm going to see some weakness uh, in the in the index, or at least some some stop around this. I think that yeah, I think we've, if we sort of talk around go going back around what what bear market rallies typically do, especially in the face of recession, um, uh, then. You, you sort of you get these situations where everybody piled on extremely short, uh, and I think that um, the majority of this drive's been coming from um, from a uh, from short squeezes. Um, you know, around about fifty five hundred has obviously been a pivotal level. Six thousand is uh, is going to be the next pivotal level. Uh, interesting how we sort of traded today so far. Um, already super high volume coming through today. Uh, as in we've, even though the market hasn't moved, it's already done. Uh, you know, effectively, what it, I think it's almost the same volume as yesterday now. Um, so you know, there's there's interesting interesting stuff going on. I think that um, short. Yeah. What are we thinking? Short short strap short strip. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I think that my uh, my my view on it is that um, you know I think volatility is starting to come down to levels where um, uh, yeah I think I'm starting to become a little bit more bullish I guess around around the volatility um, the thing the thing that that is going to be you know the, the other thing is is that I guess at the moment. Just to be clear, I'm not putting anything on. I'm just waiting. Um, what I would like to see, um, it, it looks like we, we're getting closer to the 200-day moving average as well. Um, so 
uh, I think that that's going to be something that that is again that we can we can continue watching. Um, and you know that's probably I'd, I'd say that that's going to continue coming up overall. It's starting to slow down a little bit, but you know that means that we potentially could have another 200 points in this move. Um, I remember, you know, with, with, when we were speaking about the bounce back, I remember you looked at me like I was crazy when I said uh, 6,000, and then ultimately, um, you know, it took a lot longer than, than than what it could have been. But look again, I, th- I think that um, we, I want to see a couple of red candles. Um, I mean, it almost was that signal, uh, you know, earlier, sort of towards sort of that middle of May. There was two red, two red candles, and I was kind of waiting for the third. Um, on the on, thought it was going to be a fake out on the fifty five hundred. That didn't happen. The third day didn't follow through. That's typically the, something we've we've you know we've always looked looked for a lot. That that selling on the third day, um, or just just some some catalyst. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on that's not positive, but also there's been no catalyst for the market, or I guess it's all just been ignored. I think that the next um, you know the next. Like this could this could go on for weeks, right? So I just I wouldn't commit to getting short. Um, in terms of uh, when I would potentially part of the thought process is a long dated, like you know probably three month out um, out of the money uh, put option. Uh, that's uh, that's just going to benefit from a from a spike in volatility um, and a sort of a five. Four five hundred point move back down to the fifty five hundred area. So probably somewhere around there, maybe around about a September um, option, um, sort of my crash crash protection yeah. type thing, and yeah, um, probably not even a spread. How's that for a? So. Right. You're not doing anything. You're waiting for a couple of red candles, some sort of indication uh, that um, we've run out of puff, and then you'll buy our Yes. Right. Very useful. Yeah, correct, correct. And and probably, you know, there's a sort of three, so four hundred points out. Why not um uh what would be it? what would be a like why not um buy one call, two puts, that type of scenario. Um would you look at doing something like that for protection, or if you break six thousand, maybe it goes for a, for a run. You protect your position. Uh, probably not anymore. Um, you know, I mean, that was that was the strategy that we spoke about that you talked me out of um, around about fifty five hundred. Um, no, I think that um, you can thank me later. Just yeah. where we're at, uh, probably. Um, yeah. No, but you know, like I think that. Um, now with where we're at, I just you know, honestly a fifteen hundred move in light of a recession, the first recession we've got in twenty three years or whatever, you know, like the market's the market's expensive. It doesn't mean that it's not gonna be, you know, even more expensive sixty five hundred, but um yeah. Um yeah, I mean there's there's things that, that are going on where which in in the real world, like job keeper running out in September and I think we've just got this um, uh, kind of excitement about pubs reopening and, and being able to get out into public but I think that that excitement's going to wear off pretty quickly and it's not like <laughs> not like I'm ready to go in and, and uh, get short in light of this move um, but also I, I think that 
even if we're even if it's not going to be a correction and we're not going to three thousand, for example, um, then I think it's also fair to remember that there's always a period of consolidation. And so far, it's just been a counter trend. And if you if you look at the mean being fifty five hundred or potentially fifty two fifty, where most of the volume's been done, then um, I think that it, you start getting to the point where okay, this is expensive. The other thing potentially um, in terms of a sneaky kind of play uh, that I'm contemplating doing, which is the less patient part of me, uh, looking at that would be a super small position just for the sake of doing it. Um, that is the uh, just a just a, a straight bet, bet spread right here um, and probably a put spread um, as opposed to a call spread, um, which again benefits a little bit more from... For volatility, um, probably around that. So I, I want to, I want to, um, we'll come back to this in a moment. But Brian's put in there. Um, bullish Qantas had some success with long calls recently, um, and his notes here are: if some of these occur, a domestic air travel uh, allowed from first of July. B Virgin still in admin. C travel between New Zealand and AU announced. D, international travel announced, social distancing rules do not apply on planes. Then I see upside for Qantas IV rank is 11, i.e. low. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it doesn't look bad, right? When did you get in, Brian? Um, but, yeah, so a long call 10 days ago, right? So that's been a nice trade for you there. Uh, very nice. Um and are you just going to stay long? Sold some this morning, okay. Um, and of course, the other scenario would be selling some some calls to take some profit off, cap cap your upside. It's up to you. Um, have it take some profit. That would that'd be the other scenario to play with there. But yeah, that looks good. Really good trade. I, I like it. Uh, I remember you you talking about it. What was it a week ago or so? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think maybe on the last session you were talking about Qantas. So, yeah, look, really good trade, solid, like it. Um, don't know about any of those A, B, C, D um, scenarios, but um, I think uh, I, I don't mind your, your hypotheses and technically it looks fine. Um, yeah. Look, that, I think that's an interesting trade. Um, so, Ivan, sorry, just, just going back to... It, the APT was the other one that had a lit long uh, attached to it uh, in the trade. So maybe I might just get, go back to a chart of APT. That's something that's actually quite interesting, especially in light of everything that's going on, that, that uncertainty around APT. I think that the, the stock probably uh, has, to, has to get amended. Um, but, I mean, the first time it came up was uh, in early May, right, we've been talking about this. Look at that volume uh, end of May. There was a, a big spike on that last day of May right on the close in volume, yep. and that was um, on the XJO. Uh, it was it went, it sort of went, there was some, I think there was a fat finger um, because suddenly there was a big pickup. And um, anyway, so it's, it's been obviously, you know, another 20% up from there. But if, if you think that, um, even getting into a long trade now on it wouldn't be the worst case scenario, not because of the fact that 
I think there's going to 100. But the fact that if you've got a, if you time the stop right, you can catch a really big move to the downside. Um, the other alternative of trading that again is just waiting for it to you know pick a pick a level. 50 looks like that's been quite a big level for it uh, in recent times. Closes below 50 by a by a put. Yeah. You reckon closing below 50 hits sort of down here? Uh, yeah, we're getting, we're getting bearish, right? Um, I mean, look at it. It went from 10 to 50 in three months, less than three months. Do you know what I mean? Like that's – there's some good volatility in that. Um, the only tricky thing is, I guess, the, the again, the ID is pretty expensive, but I don't know, worth, worth having a bit of a think. Where did Magellan sell their position? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Magellan seems to sell positions in everything. I think they. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was listening to to the guy talking on the podcast. They uh, they went to cash. Uh, I think that they well they're not completed to cash. They've increased their position in cash significantly. Forty six percent cash, which is big for someone like them. Yeah, forty six. I oh, okay. I thought I thought they were moving towards fifty. Forty six is pretty close to fifty. <laughs> That's true. I think I think they I think they said they were targeting fifty. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know what their mandate says they can do, but um, they were in the start of the year. They were in like three percent cash. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I think they've got a pretty open mandate. Yeah. Good. Um. All right. So. Uh, okay. Deck, 100 times deck, 2020 expiry. So, Brian, yeah, okay, cool. All right. Um, what are, anyone else, is, what, what's the general consensus out there? Is it people bullish, bearish? Um, oh, have you looked at the A2 Iron Condor? Um, so we talked about an A2 last week, didn't we, Ivan? Neither of us did anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, that's looking pretty good. Uh, that was pricing up beautifully. I mean, it would have been tough to fill um, uh, at the at the at the strikes that we were looking at. We would have had to have tightened it up from those levels. But that's looking that's looking good. Uh, volatility uh, has come come off, you know, quite a bit. Is it all round that, that that looks like a good trade? It probably still does. But um, yeah, that's looking good. Um, is anyone out there got a, uh, a on, on the we're, we're talking tonight actually uh, about dispersion? I know we've mentioned this last week. Maybe uh, I've got a webcast on it tonight at seven pm, and uh, I like I like the dispersion trade. It's one we've done well out of in the past, and um, it's about going um, ultimately long volatility and long dispersion. Um, and it's a way of setting something in place which acts in some instances as a hedge. It actually can um, it can improve when the market goes up as well because, you know, at the moment, even if stocks go up, what we are expecting in the way we structure this investment is that some of those companies will go up more than others. And in periods of time uh, that we've seen in years gone by where correlation's been really, really high and everything's sort of just been grinding sideways and then gradually going up and then grinding some sideways some more grinding up a little bit more, um, that, um, you know, that, 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 that the 
you know, correlation gets really high, volatility goes down. Um, we think that, um, you know, there's going to be, I'm just going to quote Rowan here, um, there's more shit will come out of the US. <laughs> uh, was, uh, you know, there, there are, there's going to be, there's going to be more volatility. There's going to be, there's going to be businesses that struggle. There'll be some that equally do very, very well. But we do think that this high correlation is going to be, there will be periods where dispersion is going to, going to spike up, volatility is going to spike up over the next 18 months. And this is a way of us being able to set up or follow up with some hedges in there and some things that can perform well in those conditions. Um, so we can make money out of it even if the market goes up or is net up over the next 18, 24 months. But if the market equally goes into, you know, we have the, you know, trade wars kick off, the contagion from COVID on the economy kicks, you know, kicks in, um, there's structural change that impacts some businesses massively on the negative and some positively. These sorts of changes that we think are going to play out over the next period of time will be good for this type of investment. So it's an interesting one. We look around and pick it up from an investment bank. We've worked with these guys before. If you want to get some more information about that, something it's more of a portfolio play than a trade, but um, you can come along tonight. If you want us to get you an invite, oh, if you want us just to register, you just type attend into the chat box and um, we'll get we'll get uh, an invite sent through. So that, that's at 7 p.m. tonight online. Um, Rowan, good to see you there, Rowan. Um, we were talking about, vol- when were we talking about volume? And Rowan wasn't online, but we, we really were going on about it last week. I, think. <laughs> I was like, Rowan's not here. Um, he's missed the whole thing. That was Rowan, pretty funny. I was saying, I think the market will meander cautiously up for the short term, but reporting season will throw a few curveballs and more shit will hit the fan. Well, more shit will come out of the US to be Rowan, I agree. Um, that's that, that, well, I haven't seen it. That's kind of been my hypothesis. I just haven't seen it happen to the extent that I thought it would happen already. But I think it's going to come. I just think we're not going to know. It'll catch us uh, by surprise. <laughs> and um, But we've got to be ready for it. Um, yeah. Trudy, I don't know. I mean, you got an opinion about how to read the news against CSL or BHP? No. I don't either. Sorry, I, I, I knew you were hoping for something. Oh, no, 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 you're, you're referring to how do you open it? Um, that's oh, uh, so yeah. that news is it, it pops up there if it's price sensitive. Is that right, Ivan? Uh, it no, that just means that there is an attached attachment there. Um, yeah, so you click on there. I, you I, click on, and there you go. Yeah. And for some reason, some of these are still popping up as, yeah. hey, no, no, yeah, like some of, these, some of these pop up as no access, so we're trying to figure out what that is, but I think most of that's fixed now. Anyway, so yeah. I'm going through my charting, sorry, I have sent something to the guys, but when I could go through charting, it's taking me back to this view, which I find annoying. Yes, so yeah, but that, that's, that's, that's very much a your problem. <laughs> hey, I'll, very I, much a you problem. Does anyone else feel the same? I might feel the same. <laughs> uh, mention the same. Um, anyway. Yeah, Ingrid. Ha! Yes, correct. There you go. Thank you. 
Um, so we've mentioned it to the devs, and Ivan um, has, you know, probably not worried about it on a day-to-day basis, but um, it's being worked on, I, I, I assume, Ivan, is that right? Intention is to change it? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, there is just such a massive development list coming out. Um, there's some really cool things coming out um, that are so close to being done, things like stop losses and, you know, and uh, we're redoing the order ticket um, so that becomes clean and nice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of effort being piled into it at the moment. Um, lots of lots of developers working on it, so there's there's a whole heap of things that included. Mm. Oh, yeah, so um, Sean's made the point that it's price sensitive if it's red, which is cool. There you go. Westpac finds into Oz. Yeah. So it's price sensitive if it's red. Yep. Uh, it it should be price sensitive if it's actually been marked uh, marked as price sensitive by the uh, from the exchange. Yeah, but it appears in the watch list as red. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah that. I didn't right. know that. <laughs> Well, now you do. Thank you, Sean. No, I do. Sean doesn't miss a beat. Um, all right. So, beautiful. All right. Anything else anyone wants to go into today? Um, Ivan, anything else you want to say? You've got a bit going on. But any, anyone who wants to come along to tonight's session regarding dispersion, volatility, type attend into the chat box and we'll get you uh, an invite sent through. Um, other than that, um, I'm not sure what else is out there um, at the moment, trading-wise. Um, oh, here we go, Tony. Oh, for those of you that are on from coming through the options trading game, um, the winner is being announced. Has it been announced the winner? No, we're officially sending out the leaderboard today of the uh, of who where where the top I think five came. Um, and really good session, really good participation in the last game. It's a fantastic result. And if you want to continue, uh, just type yes into the chat box and we'll get you a trial so that we leave 50K in your trading account, fictitious money, you can keep paper trading uh, for the next 30 days and playing around with different ideas and so forth. So uh, just type yes and we'll get you set up for a trial. Um, and, uh, you know, you can talk to the guys, Tim and so to give you some more support around what you're doing. And if you want to open up an account, start trading for real, you can also use the platform to do that. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, fantastic participation in the last game. It's really good to see people getting involved. And it's a really good way to sort of practice uh, testing out a few different things. But if you're trading with our platform, you've always got a secondary account which you can paper trade with. So if you want to test an idea... Um, and uh, you've got a quite, a, quite a lot of other features associated with it. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I, I don't really have anything else to go through today. I know it's a bit of a short. So there's like, I, I, me personally, I'm not putting a trade on right just yet. Um, I, look, vol- volatility is still a little bit high for me for some of the stuff that I want to look at. I want to see it come off a little bit more. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I, I, here we go. Just to get your thoughts, CSL, if it meets resistance at 300 and or 50-day moving average, I think it will be lining up for a Livermore-style short. Is that one of the successful Livermore-style shorts or the unsuccessful one? <laughs> uh, here we go. So you, you're saying up around here. Right. How crazy are those candles? Don't know. Ivan, you an opinion? How would you no. trade that on? When you say a Livermore style short, what is your trade? Sell some CFDs. <laughs> um, make a market on selling some. Uh, that, that's yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, interesting. That yeah, yeah, Ron said yeah. I guess that's what it is. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, guys. Well, look, um, Ivan, I'm going to give you a buzz in a sec, but um, I think we'll call it for today. Thanks for getting online. If there's anything else, finally, anyone wants to go through, let us know. Otherwise, we'll drop off. We'll see you back here next week. Happy trading, and uh, all the best. See you, see you soon, guys. Ciao. Perfect. Thank you.